Welcome to this special edition of A New York Minute in History, a podcast about the history of New York and the unique tales of New Yorkers. I'm Devin Lander, the New York State historian, and joining me today is my colleague, Dr. Jennifer Lamack, Chief Curator of History at the New York State Museum, and Michael McGandy, Senior Editor and Director of Three Hills, an imprint of Cornell University Press. We're gathered here today to discuss an exciting development regarding the New York History Journal. And unfortunately, two members of our editorial team, Rob Childs from the University of Maryland and Aaron Noble, curator and senior historian at the State Museum, and our reviews editor are unable to join us today. Michael, what was Cornell University Press's interest in taking over the journal? Well, I would say we're not taking it over, but I'd say that we're (laughs) the new stewards um, for the journal going into the next century. And... Um, the interest that Cornell University Press has had in the history um, and also the politics and policy and the culture and folkways of New York State goes all of, goes back um, decades, um, if not all the way to the founding of the press back 150 years ago. Um, but in the past decade, um, we've been doing a lot more work uh, in the in the history of New York State, and. In and through doing that work, uh, my predecessor, Allison Callett, and then myself just become um, impressed by the quality of scholarship and also very familiar with the societies um, and the institutions and the key players in state history. And it just became evident to me that um, it would be a wonderful thing for the press to add because it would just dovetail perfectly with our books um, and the authors with whom we're working, and also that the institution of the journal was also at a crossroads um, regarding uh, where academic history, public history, digital history um, were all going. So that's three parts of a crossroad. I'll I'll think of a fourth in a moment. Um, And that we were, because as a publisher, we were well situated to think about what the journal could become, not just from an intellectual standpoint, but also from the standpoint of the production qualities, the digital presence, these sorts of things. So um, it just felt right, and um, it took a little while to work with the institutions involved, but after you know about a year and a half, um, we got there. And I'd just like to note that as excited um, as Cornell University Press is to be the proprietor and taking the lead on this wonderful venture, um, we have great partners. Um, Devin, as you well know, and and Jennifer as well, you're you're our partners at the New York State Museum, and this is going to be, you know, a wonderful collaboration. So could you tell us a little bit about uh, your your work on the journal and how that dovetails or rather fits with uh, your work at the New York State Museum? Sure. So Devin and I are going to be the uh, new editors. Um, We're also going to um, have Rob Childs, who is at the University of Maryland and a scholar on New York State history. Um, And we're excited about the journal because uh, the New York State Museum, not many people know this, but is a research museum. Um, So we are charged with researching and documenting the history of the state of New York. Um, And because we're in a museum setting and not in a university, we get to work with all kinds of historians, including academic historians, uh, fellow museum professionals, public historians, and local government historians, in addition to um, social studies teachers. And um, what I think is really great, uh, specifically pertaining to this journal, is that we work in a statewide capacity. 
um, Devin especially, as in his role as the state historian, um, but our whole history department at the museum really works hard to get out and around the state. And um, like you mentioned, this dovetails uh, really well with the journal and its overall mission. Yeah, and I'd just like to add that um, this uh, is an opportunity for the state historian, myself, uh, to complete a circle with previous state historians who were intimately involved in the publication of this journal, going back to the 1920s with James Sullivan and, and lasting for several decades. Uh, they served in various capacities, including editing the journal, uh, serving on the board, and et cetera. So uh, as Jennifer noted, uh, we have a statewide mission. We have uh, are uniquely positioned as the State Museum to have uh, access to a variety of uh, types of history that is being conducted in the state. Uh, I work intimately with the local government historians, county historians, towns and villages. Um, so I'm aware of, of the types of projects that they're working on. Uh, we also deal, obviously, with other museums and, and are intimately involved in uh, working on exhibits with other museums and borrowing artifacts and things like that. So I think it's a, a great opportunity. Uh, I'm certainly excited. I, I think it's a, a, a partnership that makes a lot of sense, uh, a press uh, such as Cornell uh, that has a, a, you know international uh, profile and an institution like the State Museum that is... Uh, really charged with uh, researching and publishing the history of the state. And I think all of us uh, being historians, we have one foot in the past and one foot in the future. And uh, I am happy to announce that we are bringing uh, the journal back to print, or at least Cornell is. Uh, so those interested in uh, accessing the journal in a print form should be happy to hear that that is coming back. But we also have, of course, the journal will be available digitally as well. And we also have some ideas for uh, some changes or tweaks to the journal, uh, some additions that we think um, will make it more comprehensive of New York State history. And I think uh, Jennifer is going to tell us about Sure, this. sure. So we will be keeping the featured articles, uh, all of which will be peer-reviewed. Uh, and we will be keeping book reviews, that books that have subject matter directly related to New York State history. And um, what's new is that we will start to review exhibitions around the state, digital media projects, films, and uh, performances, which all have subject matter related to New York State history. Um, we're also beginning a feature called Artifact New York, which will feature an artifact, a document, a map, or a photograph. And then we will have a historian describe the artifact and give it the context within New York State history. Um, another one of our features, which I'm particularly excited about, is called All History is Local. And it will feature local history projects currently underway across the state. And these will be written by the practicing historians and kind of talk about how the, the project fits into statewide significance and national significance. And then the last thing, which is not quite really fleshed out yet, but we are thinking about having an educator's connection, which will be written by social studies teachers around the state and how they use New York State primary documents to teach history in their classroom. On that note, I'd like to give potential authors and reviewers uh, 
the website that our submission guidelines exist on. It's the Office of State History website, which is part of the New York State Museum website. You can access it either by Googling Office of State History or going directly to the New York State Museum website. Uh, and those interested in contacting the editorial team of Jennifer, myself, Rob Childs, and our reviews editor, Aaron Noble, should email nyhj at nyse.gov. And we will put those links into the episode notes of this podcast uh, going forward. And I, I think that Michael has information for people who may want to subscribe. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if people are going to be writing, they want readers. So we want um, new subscribers. We want uh, continuing subscribers and new subscribers. So people can reach out to Cornell um, University Press at nyhjournal um, at cornell.edu, and we'll be happy to convey the information regarding um, individual and institutional subscriptions in both print and online. Um, And part of what we're going to be doing as well, which I think is why Cornell University Press is going to be a, a really great steward in the coming centuries that we're going out into the state um, across the calendar year, going to lots of different meetings and doing you know, the outreach that we do for our books. And we're going to be bringing the journal along with us now um, early on, talking about what's going to be new in the journal, and then starting this summer with volume 100, number one, uh, with print copies of the journal um, that people can see. So I expect us to be at the New York Library Association meeting, at uh, at AFNES, the Association of Republic Historians of New York State, and also at the museum meeting, uh, Manny, the Museum Association of New York State. Um, And those meetings and the subsidiary meetings that we go to um, really show the breadth of the outreach uh, that we want, both in terms of the people who are writing for the journal and the people who are reading and subscribing to the journal, um, spanning academic history, public history, museum studies, um, and, the, and the, the large cohort of municipal historians across New York State. So our advisory board members were actually very excited about it because we've got a great group of uh, historians who are diverse. They cover all of the geographic sections of the state, even Long Island. We have Long Island represented. And they cover all different kinds of history. um, And we are excited to be working with all of them. I think it makes sense now to read their names because we, as Jennifer said, we are very happy to be working with this advisory board. Their role in the process is to give comment on all of the submissions that we forward them. So this is going to be an active and working board. Many of them will also be conducting peer reviews for uh, articles and subject matter that they are experts in. So we're very excited to have academic historians, public historians join us on this board. Uh, Many of the uh, people who are joining us uh, served on the previous board as well. So they have uh, in some cases, decades of experience with the publication, and, and uh, we're very excited to be working with them as well. Hopefully we can even get them to submit some articles. That would be great. Uh, so I'm going to just start the list, and, and Jen can jump in uh, if I get tired, because it's a long list, because this is a big state with a lot of history. Um, so I just want to thank uh, Paula Baker from Ohio State University, Thomas D. Beal from SUNY Oneana, who was a editor of the journal previously and will be joining us on the editorial advisory board. Patricia Bonamy, New York University. 
Leslie E. Fishbein, Rutgers University, New Brunswick, James D. Foltz, New York State Archives, Michael Galben, Seneca Art and Cultural Center at Ganondagan State Historic Site, Timothy Guilfoyle from Loyola University, Chicago, Susan Goodyear from SUNY Oneana, who also served as a past editor. Susan Goodyear was also featured on episode two of A New York Minute in History, which focused on the suffrage movement in New York State. Georgette Greer-Key from the Eastville Community Historical Society, Kenneth Jackson from Columbia University, Lisa Keller from Purchase College, SUNY, Monica Mercado from Colgate University, D.L. Norlander from SUNY Oneana, who also served as a past editor, Timothy Shannon from Gettysburg College, Robert Schneider from Rutgers University, Newark, Ivan Steen from SUNY Albany and the Center for Applied Historical Research, Thomas Wormuth from Marist College, Oscar Williams from SUNY Oneana, and our own Michael McGandy, who will serve as an ex officio from Cornell University Press. And with the formation of our board, we are now moving forward into the editorial process for our upcoming issue, which will come out in June of 2019. We're reviewing submissions. Uh, we are working on the transition uh, from the previous editors, and we're soliciting new submissions. So again, authors interested should contact the editorial team at nyhj at nyse.gov. Thanks for joining us on A New York Minute in History, a podcast about the history of New York and the unique tales of New Yorkers. I'm Devin Lander, the New York State Historian. Thanks to Dr. Jennifer Lamack, Chief Curator of History at the New York State Museum, and Michael McGandy, Senior Editor and Director of Three Hills, an imprint of Cornell University Press, for joining me today. Thank you, Devin. We are really excited to begin work on this project. And part of me feels like we may not have any friends left in New York State since we are going to be soliciting articles all <laughs> over the state. So if you see us coming, either run or we will get an article out of you. I, I like the sound of that. And um, thank you, Jennifer. Thank you, Devin, particularly for having me on. And I'm looking forward to working with both of you. Great. Thank you. And uh, authors interested, again, the submission guidelines are available on the Office of State History website, which is part of the New York State Museum website. So you should be able to access all of the submission guidelines there, as well as contact information and a list of board members. A New York Minute in History is a production of the New York State Museum, WAMC Northeast Public Radio, and Archivist Media. Support for the project comes from the William G. Pomeroy Foundation. It is also sponsored by Humanities New York Action Grant with funds from the National Endowment for the Humanities. Any views, findings, conclusions, or recommendations expressed in this program do not necessarily represent those of the National Endowment for the Humanities. For more episodes of A New York Minute in History, go to WAMC Podcasts, WAMCPODCASTS.org, and the New York State Museum website. Thank you.